Hey everybody, welcome to Surface Level, creating a community where Black and queer folks are fearless in thought and curious at heart. I'm one of your hosts, Tony, and today Jordan, Damon, and I are discussing how gays and lesbians get judged by two different sets of rules. How does the societal double standard create tension between gays and lesbians? How do we feel about the heteros using queer likeness for exposure? This is Gay Fishing. All right, now. I forgot that was the name of the episode. Welcome. Yeah, you know, a little gay fishing. That's a new term. Um, it's new into the zeitgeist. Yes, put it out there. In the, if you will, something that I've never heard of. But I know when I hear it and when we talk about it, it makes a lot of sense. It does make a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense. Um, but this episode, we're going to be talking about the double standards between gays and lesbians, and then also a little bit of the heteros. We're going to throw them in there too, because they're always part of it. You know, I think like y'all the, can get it too. They're the real <laughs> villains. Um, in this, in this, uh, you know, movie. Buy a heterophobic T-shirt on Surface Level Shop. <laughs> yes, surfacelevelpodcast.com. Heterophobic <laughs> is the name. And this is the game. <laughs> so we're going to start with a, a remix on the game of Who'd You'd Rather. Now, I oh, know I you some nasty hoes and your Ooh, mind automatically goes to when you think of who you'd rather, you think about what? Who you'd rather do? Who you'd rather I'm have sex and pray with? Who you'd rather pray with? Okay. We're going to see about that. We're mm-hmm. going to see about that. That's where your mind went? Because I yes. didn't know you to be a praying woman. Because um, you don't nah. know Jesus. <laughs> so... Let's start with this. There's going to be a list of situations and there's going to be a lesbian and a gay person that you guys will have to choose from. Okay. And mm-hmm. you just choose who you'd rather in the scenario. Just just okay. who you'd rather. So, okay. Let's 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 start it out. Let's give you guys a test run. This okay. is the real run, but it's a test run. Who would you let file your taxes? Robin Roberts or Don Lemon? <laughs> <laughs> Robin Roberts. <laughs> Probably Don Lemon. Okay. For me, um, I'm going to say Robin Roberts. I don't know. Something about her energy. You know, <laughs> screws stressful. taxes. She's a, mor- she's a morning girl versus Don. He's a, he's a late night girl. Feels um, trustworthy. Feels, <laughs> feels trustworthy. Okay. So who would you rather go to a rave with? Raven Simone. Naturally. <laughs> <laughs> or cakes the killer. Cakes. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely cakes. <laughs> well, seeing as how I've been to a rave with cakes, um, I would say him, but the girls, the girls don't know. Raven Simone is a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I've seen her at everyday people. Like she behind the scenes, she's a girl's girl. Mm-hmm. And you are a girl. Mm-hmm. And I'm a girl. Which <laughs> which girl? She, which girl is Raven? No, which she's a girl's girl, but like what of what girl? Like, she's a girl's girl, girl in the sense of like she's or... she's a a girl's girl with a you because she knows how to have a good time. <laughs> Got it. You can okay. like have a good time and party with her, and none knew the wiser. It's like girl with a you and I. Yeah, y'all remember that <laughs> video? Where she's, just, about... where she's just laughing like. Yes, she I love right. that. It, no, it's like a no, it's like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Oh, really? It's like actually she was very regular, and she is cracking, cracking up laughing. The fuck I up. think it has something to do with Keely. I think so. Because <laughs> <laughs> Keely was still talking about Cheetah Girls. She was reading the girls, and Raven turned on her camera and laughed for thirty <laughs> seconds straight. It was so funny. So, Hilarious. who would you rather call if you were to get arrested, Debrat 
or Juicy Smollett? <laughs> oh, everybody's silent now. <laughs> oh, no, no, now the girls don't. <laughs> now the girls can't speak. You know what? Oh. <laughs> I know what. Definitely calling the brat that that that. You calling the brat because you know she ain't she good with a hammer. She put something. She, put, she, she smashed somebody's head. Like I have to pick the brat. I feel like I have to pick like the brat, but Juicy is not in jail, so maybe we should be calling her. Y'all are not listen. <laughs> the juicy gets his story together. You know, it was good. It was a good story until it was found out you can't have loopholes. All right, bro. This is what we're gonna say. First yeah. of all, no, no, <laughs> I'm tapping no. out. <laughs> Moving on, who would be the perfect person to be your perfect wingman or woman mm. for a night out on the town? Your Lena Waithe or, wing, or Jeremy? Folks. Who? Excuse me. Your wing folks. Your wing <laughs> folks. Who would be who would be the perfect wing folk? Okay. <laughs> for a night out on the town. Lena Waith or Jeremy Pope? Lena fucking Waith. Lena Waith. Pulls for the girls. Two reasons. <laughs> right. Because she's very smooth. Yeah. Okay. It's mm-hmm. giving game. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. And for some reason, I just feel like Jeremy Pope just might like be my wingman and then end up with the person that he was supposed to be winging for. Because <laughs> they're just like, oh, wait, why Jordan? If I could just go to Jeremy. So competition. Same. Well, you know what? There's competition on both sides. Um, but That's the true. competition That's on the true. side of Lena Wade, like, because the this, you the boys want her too. She goes snatch, like, get snatch into it. bottoms. How, however, I feel like she would. <laughs> however, I feel like she would. She would attract so many folks yes. that it's just given like okay now it's it's, it's, it's given extra smooth. You know that Aaliyah song? Even Steven. Mm-hmm. It's given that. Okay, so who would you let? represent you in a court of law Nisi Nash or Andre Leon Talley Nisi Nash <laughs> yes because, because Andre child he, he don't be having his he another one ain't got his story together it, it, no it's just, he be having some issues with things and no <laughs> Nisi always trust black women to get you through the storm always trust black women never doubt them listen Nisi Nash will get you together <laughs> Curse yeah. you out, yes. lay down the law, given very Reno. Absolutely. 911. Well, you know what? Nisi Nash and Andre Leon Talley are both over the top. But when it comes to who's going to, you know, seal the deal and get the job done, I'm gonna go with Nisi Nash. I, I I love her in Claws, the show. If you haven't watched it, amazing show. But she is the boss. Um who would you rather have as your plus one to the family reunion? Queen Latifah or Billy Porter? Queen Latifah. Queen Latifah. <laughs> Billy Porter from me, child. Hollering at your dad. I want, I, I want to, Listen, I already don't want to go to the family reunion. So Billy Porter's going to come with me and give the shenanigans. Big the stunts, Tony! The shows. Like, I would love the pomp and circumstance that comes with him. And I would have so much more fun. Because I already don't want to be there. Well, you know, my family is a big living single family. Okay. Like, I feel like they, they watched all of Queen Latifah's movies. Well, but, 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 but when I go the to the reunion, it's not about it's not about the family at that moment. It's about what's gonna what's gonna get me through this. What about so what well, that's, what that's what it's given. <laughs> Who would you rather show up to the industry function with? Kalani or Kalani, depending on how you you know the girls. <laughs> <laughs> or Lil Nas X. Lil Nas X. Because he's surrounded by like 30 half naked boys. 
that are all dancers. Why would I not want to go to that party? Oh, I know that's right. You're looking for an after party, girl. She wants sex party after the oh, industry really? party. You, you, you bitches are so fucking fake. Sex party after the industry Meanwhile, party. Meanwhile, this is the main bitch over here that's trying to... You know what? Don't get me calling you out. Don't call me out. You already called. That's too late. No, baby. I was going to pick Kalani. I know you were. Yeah, I love Kalani. Not that I don't love Little Nas X, but like Kalani has a special place in my heart when... You Should Be Here came out, that mixtape. Was it a mixtape or an actual album? I don't know what they got to do. So she doesn't have a special place in your heart. Got right. it. <laughs> I don't know what they got to do going to a party. Last one. Who would I you rather that. go to a Broadway play with? And it's no shade. Wanda Sykes or Todrick Hall? <laughs> Wanda Sykes. Oh. Because she's fucking hilarious. But you're not talking during the play. so And she would be talking during the play. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> right. You know, Todrick, I don't know. She questionable we were anybody we're, does that that latch to taylor swift for me i'm like you i probably don't want to go nowhere with you so i get strange behavior um jordan i would definitely be giving a wanda sykes moment at yeah. the <laughs> <laughs> at the you know at the play at the play i think you know what wanda sykes would definitely give you what you need and then also it's the before and after for me um, because we're going to do something fun afterwards. I don't know what we're going to get into, but I just feel like she's probably... Something really cool. Oh, it's the right. time of my it's life I didn't know really I needed cool. to have. Yeah. She's going to be like, we about to go hang out with Jennifer Lewis. It's going to be some shit I like did. that. I'm like... I would ah! lose my mind. Lose my mind. I'm Jennifer Lewis. Lewis. Jennifer motherfucking Lewis. Okay. Alright. <laughs> that was funny. Um child, she's scary. So this episode we wanted to kind of um go into the the divide between how society accepts queer love and queer sexuality amongst men or people that present as male, um, and women. Um so we it was funny, we were thinking about one of like our great shows of our time for like I guess the millennials, yeah, those people are our age. Insecure, oh, yeah. and on Insecure, mm-hmm. there was an episode where Molly was involved or dating a guy that at some point had had an experience with another man, mm-hmm. and even though I think she had had some experience with a woman in her life, she could not see past this for him. Right. Um. So why do you think this kind of girl on girl experience is like everybody's fine with it? That's cool. Not a big deal. Versus, like, child, a boy suck a little dick. People got an issue with it. <laughs> Jordan? Um, I, honestly, I think that it's very explicitly taught to young boys that a part of being a man is never showing... Weakness? Not... Well, yes. But, like, but like you, you can't ever have any level of intimacy. I'm not even talking about sex. Okay. Mm-hmm. You can't have any level of intimacy with another man. Mm. Like even when we're growing up, right? Like you're like the the older men in your family may kiss the nieces and nephews or the the nieces, but then you come around, you have to get a dap. Mm-hmm. And it's like whatever, like you you don't even think about it at this point. You're just like, "Okay, you're conditioned to it at that point." But I think that in this country at least like it is taught that the the fabric of being a man is that you interact with other men in a very specific way. Yeah. And I don't think that women are taught to have that same boundary with other women mm-hmm. since from growing up. 
And, you know, I just think that I was, I was reading this, uh, this research study that was published in 2019, it was um, it was done by some scientists from NYU, and they surveyed 25 or 23 countries, and they found that in every single country, people disliked gay men more than lesbian women. Mm-hmm. And I just, yeah, I think it just people are just they don't they they don't like it mm-hmm. and i think that even when you're growing up there's more acceptance for like tom girls right yeah. there's mm-hmm. a name for it like oh she's just a tom girl she loves basketball so mm-hmm. well let her do her thing <laughs> and then you have the guy over here who wants to be a figure skater and it's just like oh no get those figures get the skates off of his feet mm-hmm. now <laughs> <laughs> he's going to fucking like he's going down the wrong path yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and that sort of just like carries people through their adult life and they just go on just believing that women are allowed to be more freely intimate with other women and Mm -hmm. a little bit more experimental with their expression. Yeah. And men sort of have to be a little bit more narrow in the way that they express their masculinity. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, Jordan, you're giving us very mask for masks today. Um, unintentionally unintentionally yeah unintentionally yeah i didn't even think about you did not plan for that this this came together (laughs) like 20 minutes before giving me yes your your expression today is very you know giving me mask (laughs) um but make it why did she just purr i don't know i wanted i wanted to to thin it up (laughs) (laughs) i felt like it was necessary (laughs) but i mean my response to that is that this is a man's world and fuck the patriarchy you know it, it, it continues to be a man's world and we play by the man's rules mm-hmm. and however i there there is a fetishization fetishization mm-hmm. of girl on girl action mm-hmm. which i think benefits the lesbian community mm-hmm. because you know i don't i don't know that the 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 white man is is thinking that deeply into you know what it means to be a lesbian and you know, lesbians that that have an expression that's more uh, masculine versus feminine. I think they're just like turned on by the idea of mm-hmm. two women getting it on. Um, and now going back to the the insecure example, like I don't know why for some black women that they think it's okay for them to have their sexual proclivities and experiences um, and their history with other women, but that it's not okay for a black man to have the same mm-hmm. and have their exploration but in their curiosities but still be a straight man after mm-hmm. they figured out that wasn't for them or whatever the case may be well i think it's because they all make the ex- the assumption that if a guy had a previous experience with a man that he will go back to that mm-hmm. like they all make that assumption where it's just like oh you did that before right. so you obviously want to do it again or they, and yeah or there's this thing that i've heard people say like oh i can't do for you what he did when physically thinking about parts men don't have but i'm also like you're not thinking about sexuality broad enough mm-hmm. right like you <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't have the power no, but I was, to I, do that what i would say is that like it's a thing with like anal play and straight people yeah. where like they feel like it's only a thing that men do where i'm just like you have a whole wife that oh may peg you that's y'all are into that but like people don't embrace that type of idea so then they feel like if you were with a man and they you did this thing then that's the thing you can only get there where it's just like 
maybe you should be a little more open-minded about sexuality. Right. And, you know, and the last thing that I want to say on the topic of girl-on-girl action, I do wonder, because the question becomes for me, that do, do we think that the case is true when it comes to the Black community and Black moms, that they are so accepting or widely accepting of girl-on-girl action versus guy-on-guy action, like their little Black daughter mm-hmm. versus their little Black son. I think they, it's kind of even Stephen, for me, my experience, what I've experienced with people that I know in the Black community that are queer, that come out as lesbian or gay to their Black moms, I don't know that Black moms are, you know, so hunky-dory <laughs> <laughs> about either mm-hmm. at first. It's still it's still a, a shell shock for them initially. And, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Cool. Um, speaking broader in society among queer people, do you think that that difference of acceptance, that dichotomy creates tension between gay and lesbian communities? Tony? Um, yes. I think it, it pits us against one another. Mm-hmm. Uh, when the focus should really be on who the real villain is. We talk about that a lot who the real villain is in the situation, which it's, for me, it's the pe- the folks who make the rules in society, which tend to happen to be in the most, for the most part, white men that are, <laughs> ma- <laughs> that are making the rules. And those are the rules that society deems as like, oh, this is what we're going to go by. Um, but I think when we see each other and uh, in, in the other side get away with certain things mm-hmm. that the, that the, depending on which side you're on you're like if that were us we would never be able to get away with that Mm -hmm. so it becomes a us versus them mentality Mm -hmm. that i think is very dangerous because again it's like we shouldn't be fighting it's infighting that we shouldn't be doing um but you feed into that i don't know why it's just like that competition mindset and i think that society perpetuates stereotypes um and, and also perpetuates, again, those rules that I mentioned earlier that the white man creates mm-hmm. that we all abide by and, and what is deemed socially acceptable. So, for example, like when we see Madonna and Britney Spears and Christina Aguilera kissing on stage, that's glorified. Mm-hmm. But when we see Tiana, well, we see Tiana Taylor, mm-hmm. we see Normani, we see um, Normani with Cardi B and that is also glorified. But when you see Little Nas X kissing on stage what and doing whatever, it's villainized. Fuck them kids. And that for me is that, that that's, <laughs> listen, that's the heterosexual agenda. <laughs> so Stop forcing that down our throats. Um, right. You know, I think it's less about tension and more about us continuing to not see the shared experience that we have. I think we talked about this a lot on um, the episode we had with Fran a couple of seasons ago. Um, no lesbians allowed. Where we were saying, <clears throat> excuse me, we think about the queer, like lesbian, women, the queer women's experiences. Like everybody's married, and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. And then queer men are the sexual deviants who are all just raging, and like right. this too being accepted or being viewed as acceptable by outside communities is another thing where we see ourselves as different um instead of saying like hey we also had an experience of having to come out or having experience where we are living in a relationship that is not heteronormative um and we've 
uh, are fighting for the same rights to be able to marry or to be able to do whatever we want to do. Um, and I think it's just another thing that's more divisive and it doesn't help us see the commonalities that we have because there is strength in numbers as far as minorities. There's strength in people getting into collective experience that we're just not getting, we're not seeing. Child, when, when last time... I don't remember last time I saw Lesbian. Where where are they at? <laughs> um, I you're looking at one. <laughs> okay. She's a real fish. All right now, I don't know that. Yeah. Um, I I personally don't feel any negative way towards the lesbian community for how the double no, standard. Wait, actually, you're looking at one. <laughs> wait, what? You're a lesbian. I'm a. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, what, what 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 brought that on? The bandana. <laughs> oh my goodness! Stop. You, don't, you don't like my bandana? I love Stop it. moving on. I love it. We're getting back on topic. You know what? Y'all been picking on me all uh, day. We should go. Go. Um, it's giving. Cry me a river. Cry me. Cry me. Cry me a river. Um. No, I I I personally don't care. Like mm -hmm. I think like if I'm I, I love that lesbian women can get away with being sort yeah. of like this object of desire together i wish that that shit would happen for us someday she said, i want to be desired <laughs> i would like i would like for that some of that to rub off on us um so it doesn't create a divide for me i don't feel any jealousy towards it obviously women have to deal with a completely different set of disadvantages and struggles mm -hmm. that cisgender men will never understand even gay men even gay black men won't understand so um for me it doesn't create any tension I think that, you know, exploit it. If, if if people if people feel like, okay, like I can get into this because I feel like this is something that I like can fantasize about or something like that. So I'm willing to accept it more, great. Like mm -hmm. we can work on that in the long term. But right now I need you to actually be okay with this happening because this is what's going to happen. And I think that we're gonna get to a place where, you know male-on-male intimacy and the public the public eye is you know just sort of yeah okay we're getting there because you know we're on, the, we're on our way i'm yeah. like i'm so i'm so sick of the narrative that like oh like you shouldn't be doing this on a family program and the right. kids are watching it's just like, like we how, don't how shield, you think the kids got uh, here we don't shield the kids from any other type of intimacy mm -hmm. well i'm not gonna say any other type of intimacy but we don't we don't shield them from girl on girl or guy on girl intimacy and also you don't really have to have a conversation with your kids like it, allow these things to just be what they are mm -hmm. like you don't have to steer your kids in a certain direction like your kids will know what they know because they'll feel it and i think that we'll get there i think that you know the world because we're becoming more social and because people are able to sort of show their lives and we're not relying completely on these big media companies to sort of tell us what the way of life is yeah. mm -hmm. social media can tell us which is more authentic so now i feel like we have more exposure to different lifestyles i think that it's going to happen soon so i ain't hating you know have your moment yeah. i hope the moment becomes more prosperous and then we can join in and then everybody <laughs> can just be kissing whoever they want to already joined in. and mind you know your that, damn business that photo of you and tony making love on the 
No, oh it's my the god, that was a sickening we, photo. We're joining in. We're joining in, and I think being very intimate. It's it's leading into what I what I think we're getting ready to talk about in a moment is that like when you see these women, it's girl on girl action, but it's not it's not lesbian because those girls on girls that we're seeing aren't lesbian. Yeah. They're just girls that are having fun, that are capitalizing on the moment. That part, mm-hmm. that part, and honestly, that's. An amazing segue into the next question, because I want to know what you guys think about um, social media influencers or people who are just like public people Mm -hmm. who are leaning into gay fishing. So the title of this episode is gay fishing. But like the, the idea that like you aren't a part of the queer community but you're leaning into that for your public profile because you understand that there's an opportunity there and there's an Mm -hmm. audience there. And how do you feel about people who are outside of the community sort of like benefiting from the community? Mm. Tony? Hmm. Hmm. (laughs) Ah, The nerve. (laughs) The gall. The gall. The audacity. It's the audacity for me. (laughs) Because I don't like it. And I'm going to start there. I don't like it because you want to use our lifestyle and the queer space for your own popularity. And when it comes to like standing up for the community, then you want to go back into your little corner Mm. and then you want to hide. Like it's, it feels nasty. It feels icky. And I, I, I don't, something about it just doesn't make me feel good but also i think that when it comes to like a lot of the um what you see on tiktok like the boys the boy on boy action and like what a kickback set yeah they like the boys are 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 are, are, i think that all that stuff that's going on on tiktok when you see like boys doing like gay shit (laughs) (laughs) um i feel like they're hiding in plain sight um because they ain't all straight but they're they're using mm-hmm. the queer space to get their popularity, and I think also maybe I'm just an old bitch because no what, what I no think, matter what it is you are an old bitch. I, I might just be an old <laughs> bitch and not used to what Gen Z is giving because let me tell you about something I I read recently. Oh Jesus! Uh, oh, I forgot I forgot about the segment. Yes, put those glasses on, baby. <laughs> put those glasses on. This is on. very important. Very important. <laughs> so the New York Times Ooh. has an article. A source. And it's called Everyone is Gay on TikTok. And it talks about how like a decade ago, intimacy between men was considered social suicide. But Gen Z is growing up in a time in which same-sex marriage was never even illegal. So they don't even know about those times. And it's being... (laughs) And also being called gay is not the insult that it once was. When we grew up, you're gay. That's what people... (gasps) Yeah. But that's what people ran to. It's like I'm you're going gay. home. You're gay. Never coming back to school. Um, and but the thing that I've noticed about these influencers, when you know, in this article, and it's like you know, going into depth. I think you should read it. It's actually a really good read. Mm-hmm. A lot of those influencers are the white privileged young gay mm-hmm. boys. I don't see a lot of black mm-hmm. young gay boys doing the same thing because we still got a long way to go in our community. 
Um, but it just doesn't feel. It doesn't feel. <laughs> the way, if you are listening to this, I cannot yeah. express how much you need to watch this as well because we're when available Tony, on YouTube at Service Level Podcast. When Tony pulls out this note card <laughs> and these glasses, I mean, she, come out of thin air, she turns into a whole different woman. It turns skipping. It, it's business. that person in the meeting that has the analytics, <laughs> and they're just like, well. The projections. <laughs> That's what it's giving. Get down to business on this show. <laughs> yeah, you talk no. about the facts. Yes. <laughs> you know, yeah, I find it annoying. Um, but like, I also go back to accountability. Um, and I think a lot of times queer people get into that. Like we support mm-hmm. these people, like Flash Man Wade. He I was he's not queer, but queer people love Flashman Wade, love support him. We are sharing looking at his it's because of how he looks. But it's but about it's how also... he looks, but how he presents himself. He put he makes these all these like fake videos with him and a bunch of other men. Yeah. At a car wash in white underwear doing yeah. things. But like that as far as what he's communicated, he's not a queer person. Right, and then, but like we, <laughs> right. you don't, we, we can't, like we're we're past. Did he do a video with Raheem Shabazz? Yeah, he did like that. Yeah, Shabazz. back pool shower thing. So like, and that's we, a very queer environment. Right, and we allow these people absolutely in these spaces to do it. To we spend our money supporting it. So like that, like then it be, it gets to that point for me where because we're spending our money of that too. Exactly. So then yeah. like. It's it's hard to criticize the people outside of the community for taking advantage of something we are got supporting. Shit in our own backyard. <laughs> you got shit in your own backyard <laughs> that you need to clean up first before you over in the neighbor's yard talking about this shit. Absolutely. This analogy's going off. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan, what um, do you think? So my, I have a two-part answer. Oh, so the she first turn it to Tony. We can be no, 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 no. It's it's going to be brief. It's going to be <laughs> concise and pointed. Um, the first part is agreeing with you guys. Like I absolutely do not agree with these influencers and these public figures that are going out and they are purposely doing things that indicate that they're a part of the queer community whilst being outside of the queer community. Mm-hmm. I think that that is just like. Icky. It's very icky. I don't like it. It's it's just like no, like that's not the move. But I do want to make a very like I want to make a note that I actually am okay with the influencers who are doing gay-ish things with their friends while also telling people that they're straight Mm -hmm. like if you like i I feel like and i talked about this earlier in the episode i feel like there is this societal expectation that men cannot be intimate with one another Mm -hmm. and not in a non-sexual way yeah but like when i when i hug when i see you guys i hug you and give you a kiss if a straight guy do that it does not mean that he's gay right you know what I mean? So if you want to be on social media and you want to like make a joke and grab your friend's butt or like mm-hmm. when you greet somebody, you want to give them a hug and a peck on the cheek or something like I am completely for yeah. that. Like, well, And I, I want people but, to be able to feel like they can have that level of freedom yeah. to be ex- to be able to express their love 
for other humans without, right. you know, getting into this icky space of like, am I gay fish? And it's you're, like, you're absolutely right. Because that's, this is why I want people, not to go, unless you're misleading. I want people to go read that article. I'm going to repeat it. It's the New York times article called everyone on everyone is gay on TikTok because they go into the notion that Gen Z, these guys that are doing this is like, they, they're basically like parodying or like going against the, the idea that the fact that they're, they're engaging in this, like they're, they're saying, if you, if you have an issue with this, this is a, this is your problem. Right. And not ours. Yeah. And it's putting people that aren't used to that in an uncomfortable space when they're like, like, so what if I am gay, who cares? Right. And it's just a different, it's an who evolution. Cares? It's an evolved place. I was having a conversation with a straight cis male friend of mine. Um, and we were talking about, gay clubs and i was like oh you should come i was like you should come with me one time and he was just like well i don't know because i feel like i would be uncomfortable if a guy hit on me and i said why he mm. said oh i just wouldn't i was just like well wouldn't you just say thank you but i have a wife that's not my thing in the same way that if i went to a straight club and a woman hit on me and i just be like eh, not really my thing but thank you i feel very flattered right i was just like you see the difference in <laughs> thanks girl right <laughs> thank, thanks, <laughs> no sis. thanks ma <laughs> thanks sis. but like the, the reaction is different when you think about men hitting on other men versus a woman or whomever hitting on like someone like at a, in a straight environment they feel like their masculinity is threatened exactly and i'm just yeah. like if a guy thinks you're handsome, he just thinks you're handsome. And take that as a compliment. It's a compliment. Because if a gay guy calls you handsome, right. it's different, it different good, than nigga. when a girl does it. Right. No shade. Yeah. But y'all don't want to hear that. Y'all don't hear me though. Y'all don't want to hear that. I'm just like, just and and even if I do, even if I am attracted to you, that doesn't, that ain't going to make you any gayer. It's not going to make you any gayer unless you are. Unless you are. And you're also welcome. But nobody wants to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> Who's doing the outro? All right. Get us out of here. <laughs> well, that's all the time that we have this week. We're going to talk about that part in the future. Uh, this season of Surface Levels produced in partnership with Moby, Mobilizing Our Brothers Initiative. If you enjoyed this episode, let's keep the conversation going. Let us know your thoughts and questions at surfacelevelpodcast.com. And remember, stay curious.